As health and wellness providers, we know that better patient outcomes require a whole person, multidisciplinary approach that we just can't provide on our own. That's why I've started the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I'll be bringing you interviews with experts, tips, tricks, secrets, resources, systems, and solutions so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And creating your wellness center won't feel like starting over. Hello, and welcome back to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. I'd love to take a few moments before we get into today's episode to share a bit more about Jane with you. Jane is a thoughtfully designed practice management software with features like client-friendly online booking, customizable email and text reminders, intuitive scheduling, and more. But being part of Jane also means so much more than the features I've just listed here. It means you're joining a much bigger community, a community of dialogue with other small business owners where you can ask questions and connect with like-minded practitioners. This community is one of many ways Jane helps me feel like I'm not alone as I grow and manage my practice. So here's your personal invitation to search jane.app community forum on Facebook and to join and see what other Jane practitioners are talking about. You'll be asked to answer a few membership questions and review the group guidelines before joining. If you're ready to get started with Jane, head over to jane.app. Don't forget that you can mention the podcast for a one-month grace period. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. Today on the show, we have Meg and Nina from Articulate Design Co., Meg and Nina are both practicing physiotherapists, and in the U.S., we call that physical therapy, and have over 25 years of experience between them. While they both love being clinicians, they have always had a keen interest in design and took on various design projects outside of their clinical work. They would frequently discuss the disconnect between clinical care and clinical design and decided to use their expertise to create Articulate Design Co., They have now designed clinics all over the world with the single mission of creating spaces that match the talent, care, and ethos of the practitioners that work within them. They have plans to continue to bring thoughtful design to the forefront of healthcare and elevate the experience for all. Welcome, Meg and Nina. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. We're happy to be here. So let's jump in. Nina, why is space design important to a business? Um, I mean, there's so many reasons why. I think I'll start with kind of the most obvious, um, and that is space planning. Your physical space is so integral to understanding and optimizing how you're going to generate income. So not having a plan, we see this far too often that people don't design for growth. So they're left with choppy layouts where people are kind of working on top of each other or they're just not optimizing the space for the areas that actually make them money. So that's one kind of really obvious reason why design is so important to our businesses. I think the other is the landscape is changing 
I think social media plays a huge role now in how people are finding clinics and wellness centers and how they're finding their practitioners. And it's a very visual space. And so if those photos in that digital space doesn't uh, attract these people through, you know, really beautiful photos and videos, I think that that's a lost lead generation for a lot of wellness centers. So I think that's a really big part of business as well. And then lastly, I'll say that I think that it's a really important part of our business because a good designed space does the work for you. When people have a seamless experience and they have a physical experience when they're in your space, for example, a a spa space, people start to feel relaxed and cared for as soon as they walk through the door. So the space is doing the work for the practitioner before they've even had an interaction with their client. So I think that's another big reason why design is so important to our wellness businesses. 100% agree with you. It's been my lived experience as a multidisciplinary clinic owner and as evidenced by how many people compliment our bathroom at our clinic and tell us how relaxed, (laughs) it's kind of weird to say, but how like it's an extension of our space and they feel like a reprieve and even our providers, right, can go take a break and just like take some breaths in there. And it's from day one, we've gotten this feedback um, and it sort of makes us giggle every time, but also makes us really proud that people are having that experience in our space. <laughs> um, Meg, so how would you say that design affects the client journey? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a perfect segue to what Nina just spoke to, that the landscape's changing and that really the the consumer, the client, the the customer, they're really demanding a space that is an extension of the treatment that they're seeking, right? And we all know it from other industries. It's very intuitive. You know, think of your favorite restaurant to go to. Before you even have a bite of food, you've already had such a rich experience based on the smells, the decor, the lighting, how you were greeted at the door, how you were able to book your reservation online. And it just can really enrich the experience. And the same goes in the opposite direction. And I think healthcare wellness has really been behind the eight ball in terms of evolving and recognizing how important the environment is in that whole Uh, treatment, that whole experience that the the client is experiencing. Absolutely. In the same vein, let's talk about how design affects the clinician or the provider journey. So Nina, I wonder if you want to jump in there. Yeah, I I think you actually touched upon it that it's important for our clinicians to feel well and happy and motivated and inspired in their space. So, I mean, from a purely functional perspective, we all do our jobs better when we have good flow. We know where we're going. We know how we're going to greet our clients. We know where all of our relevant equipment is. So that's one thing to think about. But the other is also, what are we doing in those times between our clients? Do we have a space that we can decompress? Because of course, in some professions, it's a heavy load that clinicians are carrying, right? They're they're really a sounding board for a lot of heavy stuff when it comes to their clients. And so it's equally important to provide our 
clinicians and good clinicians to retain them and make them want to continue to work in our spaces, it's so crucial to provide them with spaces where they can decompress and feel well and inspired. Absolutely. And I get a lot of questions uh, from practice owners about you know, how to really create that experience for modalities that are outside of their own, because we know our own modality really well. And so you would know, okay, this is what physiotherapists need in their space. And this is the thing that would take it to the next level and make it really great for them. But I get a lot of questions about how do I do that for other modalities? And my answer a lot of the time is, first of all, it's similar to what you do for your own modality. But also, it's really important to have conversations with the other disciplines on your team and hear from them about what makes most sense for them in their workspace. Because like you were saying, the functionality of the design and the actual equipment and pieces is really important to their experience in addition to the aesthetic of it. So we might think, oh, well, this would be great to put in here and it looks nice. And they might say, hey, Kendall, that actually doesn't work well for me. And it actually makes my experience less amazing. So those conversations are really important. And to just learn from those those other people on your team or people that you're interviewing to join your team. Yeah, I think you bring up a really good point. And, and Meg and I have actually started to consult with other healthcare professionals who can kind of provide a little bit of insight into those specifics for instance, like medicine and specific care in medicine and and what are those requirements and how do those clinicians chart and how do they decompress? So I think you bring up a really good point that like just trying to understand more than just the how they do things, but the where, the whys, the whens, I think that's really important. So what are those sort of errors, if you could choose top three er design errors that you see clinicians making, and maybe both of you can chime in on this one. Yeah. What comes to mind first is what we were just speaking to. I think it's the lack of thought that goes into design. I think, especially when people are opening a new center, um, there's a lot to think about, right? There's coming up with a business plan and borrowing money, getting funds, who's going to come and work there. And design almost feels like a frill. You know, they can do a, a, a floor plan on the back of a napkin and have their contractor build it out. But it, it really doesn't work that way. The places that are, are going to be successful and run well need a lot of thought up front into all those aspects we were talking about previously. And Nina and I have come up with a very comprehensive questionnaire. And that's step one that we do with our clients is to really make them sit down and think about their practice. And it's a 360. It's their aesthetic leanings, of course, but really it's the the plan of their business, how they see their center functioning, who they want to bring in as practitioners. You know, we really go through the whole gamut and make them go through that thought exercise so that we can get it right from the get-go because it is much more affordable to design thoughtfully at the beginning than, you know, year one or two in trying to redesign a space. So really good, thoughtful design before jumping into construction is crucial. Nina, do you want to like hop on number two? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say that 
then another error that we see people make is that maybe they have thought about design and they've kind of had a rough idea of how they want to do it, but they don't follow through. So they don't complete it because yeah, we don't maybe prioritize it as part of our initial budget. When we prioritize design, it needs to be part of your your budget and then following through on the design plan, not necessarily holding up. Okay, well, in a couple years, we'll do this room. Well, then, you know, your whole space starts to evolve and things just don't look cohesive, right? And each room looks like, oh, like, okay, well, we found this IKEA storage unit in the, you know, back alley. Let's throw it in this room for now. <laughs> and it happens all the time. And you know, I know it happens. <laughs> all the time where like every room is a little bit of a hodgepodge. So I think the second error is just not finishing your design process to completion, because that's really where the secret sauce is. It's in those last little details and and it's worth thinking those through. Yeah. And I'd probably add to round off that list is people being really afraid or maybe even haven't thought of injecting their own personality into the space. So so often, you know, these these clinics, these wellness centers, they're just a carbon copy of one another because everyone's just going with the status quo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've got the anatomy artwork on the wall or the map of the brain or whatever their given profession is, feeling like they have to really stay within a lane to have credibility, perhaps. But the best spaces are really where the the whole personality of those that work within it and the whole vibe of the space comes to life. And so Nina and I really love playing that up. It's a big part of what we dive deep into with clinicians. And it goes down to like the artwork, the colors, the textures that we use, the lighting. So you walk in and you feel like you already know the person who's going to welcome you. Um, I'd, I'd love to give an example of that. Like for instance, and by the way, I was totally going to say the same thing. As <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> an example is we have um, clients who are avid readers. So in their waiting room, the reception area, um, we created a, a little library, a shared library. So clients can come leave books there. They can take a book. And there's a lot of old sports memorabilia from those owners. And it brings up a lot of conversation of, you know, like little league trophies and things like that. And another um, shared experience uh, in another uh, center that we designed was a completely functioning juice and coffee bar. And so that's where clients, instead of waiting in a traditional reception, they come and sit at the smoothie bar and get a beautiful but like they're very talented bespoke coffee or espresso but it's it's giving it's showing their personality in a shared experience with their their patients and their clients that really helps them stand apart from other spaces and brings those those patients back and back and back I mean, why not, right? If you're going to go through really, if you're going to go through all this work to start your own clinic, your own wellness center, your own multidisciplinary practice, why not put your personality and your team's personality into the space? And clients really connect to it because it feels personalized, it feels unique, and then you love working there, right? Right. You want to create a space that you also love. I mean, you're, you're putting your heart and soul and blood and sweat and tears into the, into this creation. So, so put it in there, right? 
Yeah, definitely. Hey there, this is Katie from Jane. By now, you might be familiar with our name. We're Jane, the all-in-one practice management software designed to be helpful to you no matter where or how you practice. What you might not know about us here at Jane is that we're on a mission to help the helpers. People just like you who are working hard to care for your clients, but also grow and manage a business. We know running a business can be a lot of work and we're here to help with features like online booking, intuitive charting, and a unified payment solution for all of your in-person and online payments. All of these features are designed to make your life easier so you can spend more time doing what you love. Come get to know us at jane.app. If you're ready to get started, feel free to mention the Wellness Center Creators Podcast in your sign-up notes for a one-month grace period. Okay, so I'm sure you get this question a lot. When should practice owners start thinking about space design? It's going to sound really biased, but it's never too early. And I think why this is a really important point to make is the sooner you can understand your concept and your space and your vision for your space, the easier it makes all those other bits that feel really challenging, getting quotes, understanding your finances, understanding how much space you need. I mean, there are many clients we have that we start working with them before they even have a physical space because there's a huge, um, cost savings in having someone consult who knows this really well to say, no, this space will be a disaster for X, Y, and Z purpose. Let's keep looking. Or this one doesn't maximize the amount of rooms you need or whatever it may be. It is a huge cost savings. And we've seen the other side of it where we're working with clients that have spaces that really are challenging to work with and their costs are driven up because the design has come a little too far down the line. And again, it's speaking to this whole idea of not thinking of design work as a frill and more an essential part to your business plan to really save you a lot down the road when you you have that proper execution. I was going to say, you know, and you, you mentioned this earlier, but too, Meg, it's like, it's part of your brand. It's an extension of your brand. And so it's really important. I'm always encouraging clients to work on the design piece earlier rather than later, because if your goal is to have a cohesive, collaborative business, then the space aesthetically has to match your brand Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. your website and everything has to be cohesive together. So if someone goes to your website, they see one thing and then they show up to the physical space and they see something else. I mean, this happens all the time Mm -hmm. because we have, you know, stock images and, oh, this beautiful wellness space. And then they go to the space and it looks nothing like that. I, it's a huge pet peeve of mine, right? Yeah. The experience on your website should be the experience in the, in the physical world. Um, and that is done with professional design. You're, you're so right. There's been many occasions actually where the physical space, once we dove deep into the design of the space, it actually informed the branding. And so lots of owners like to kind of do those hand in hand because then they get that consistency. But we've had it where, you know, the physical space kind of informs some of the color palette changes, perhaps, or some of this, the way that you're going to present your signage. 
So I, I couldn't agree more with you in terms of the, needing that consistency and how the digital and the physical really inform each other. Yeah. Anyone listening who's like opening a center, I think it would be a helpful tip to say that those two being married together at the very get-go are the best, will, will create the smoothest flow of liaising between the space designer, the graphic designer, whoever's doing the brand packaging. When we do those all at the get-go, it is brilliant. And the, the rest just ripples really nicely from there, for sure. And in getting to know both of you over the past several months, what I've learned is that you work very collaboratively with architects, with web designers and things like that. So I wonder if you want to speak to that a bit more so our listeners can understand like how that can actually, you can assist them, assist them with that being cohesive. Yeah, we, we've kind of just slowly curated really amazing relationships with people we we truly believe in, um, like yourself, Kendall, we, we love working with innovative and truly motivated professionals who want to see owners succeed. Like there's nothing more than that feeling of seeing someone's business and dream. And like you said, the heart and soul they put into it thrive. And so over time, Meg and I have built some different relationships with different professionals. So we have specific people. So if you're local, we have some contractors and things like that, that we like to work with professionals, but, and we also work with some specific web developers and, and uh, branding experts, but, in the same token, we love to work with anybody. So if our clients already have found someone who's going to be doing their brand packaging, we're we're so happy to work with anybody. I think the big point is to get us all involved together, get us all talking to each other. Because I can say actually in healthcare in Canada, that is a huge problem in our healthcare system is that the different professions, different specialists don't talk to each other. And you just don't feel like you're getting holistic care. So if we can same, then, same in the US. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if we can then translate that to our owners, our clients, we want them to get this really comprehensive service um, and that we can provide through some of these relationships. Did you want to add that? No, I think just to, to really hit on that same point is we look at our design business very similar to how we treat as clinicians. You know, this design questionnaire I spoke about earlier is very similar to an in-depth intake questionnaire a clinician would give you to really understand the depths of the person that you're seeing. We like to do that with our clients in the same way that Nina brought up about working collaboratively with the different pieces of the puzzle. It's the same connection as she said in, in healthcare of it. We all know the benefit of that and the synergy that comes when communication is done in such a way. And so that's really just been like a cornerstone of our business philosophy is really treating it much the same way as we practice as clinicians. Okay, one last sort of fun question. I would love to know from both of you, just like, what is the best part about your job about this business? Because you're an example of really living your passion and doing something that you love as clinicians and now as designers. So what's the most fun part for you? Do you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, Nina will probably have the same answer, but it's it's really flexing our creative muscle. I think her and I 
both feel like we have a lot of creative energy. And obviously, you know, our, our jobs allow for some of that. Our, our, our job as clinicians allow for some of that, but really design brings it out. And it feels incredibly fulfilling to have kind of lamented about a real issue in our world of, of poor design and, and not really considering the environment and that people are, are working in and, and are practicing in. And then just doing something about it. It feels really fulfilling to have said, okay, this is an issue. We both have... Uh, a skill set here and let's bring that to life and it's been it's been a dream honestly I think we both feel like it's the the perfect merriment of our of our skill set of really understanding health spaces wellness spaces well we understand business well and we understand design well and I I feel like it's been incredibly fulfilling to pull those all together in one career yeah I I definitely agree I think no one is just one thing, but I think we kind of get uh, focused on, you know, well, I have three degrees in this realm, so I have to stay in this lane. Um, so it's really gratifying reaching almost our 40s and, <laughs> and, you know, having a whole new rebirth of like a career is, is wonderful. I love when we conceptualize a place and we have sketches and we have renderings, but then it's like the last day and we're in the physical space. And like, you're looking at what you came up with in 2D and you're standing in the space that you envisioned. It's like the most gratifying um, feeling to, to see those visions come to life. And I also think that really starting this business has really introduced us to very trailblazing, innovative, mostly female owned business women. And that to me is unbelievably empowering and motivating and fulfilling. Megan, Nina, it has been so lovely to chat with you today. I know you have a giveaway. If you could tell our listeners about your downloadable cheat sheet they can find. Yes, you can head over to our website. It's articulatedesigncode.com. And we've created a guide for those who want to dip their toes into design. They may not feel ready to hire somebody, but they do feel like they need a little bit of guidance of where to start. And it just provides you some information, some behind the scenes tips. We've learned about different things within your space to consider from lighting to textures to decor and really how to conceptualize and think of these different elements. So it's a great place for people to start or maybe they already have a practice they want to clean up a little bit and feel inspired as they listen to this. Uh, so you can check that out over on our website. Sounds like an amazing resource. And I know you offer consultations. If people are interested, I'm sure they can find that on your website and, and find a time with you. Yeah, yeah. So we'd love to have a chat. We have um, lots of discovery calls uh, available in the new year. And um we offer different packages. Um, most of them are done virtually and we would love, we would love to chat with anybody. I'll also say you can see some of our work on our website and we are on Instagram and our handle is at articulate design co. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here. Always a pleasure to chat with you both. Thanks. Thanks Kendall. Kendall. <laughs>
Thanks so much for listening to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website at wellnesscentercreators.com for more show notes and additional episodes. By the way, I love hearing from listeners. Please send me an email at Kendall, K-E-N-D-A-L-L, at wellnesscentercreators.com with your feedback. And if you send me a question, maybe I'll read it on the show, anonymously, of course. Thanks so much again for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the Wellness Center Creators Podcast.